0: All right, <laughs> how's everybody feeling? Yeah, that's was a pretty wild. I remember the first time I did that. I did that with uh, Biet Simkin and she, uh, it was in one of her classes. And I did that pranayama, didn't even finish the class, went and found her Instagram and paid her 15 grand to work with her. That's what, that's what I did. And so Biet was the one that kind of opened up for me. So the fourth way, which is what we teach in the School of Unified Spiritual Laws, is a very complex, very difficult, very um, secretive practice that has been around for a long time. Jesus studied with these people as well. And the root of it was something called the Sarmung Brotherhood, which is basically, it's very similar to like deep Sufi like deep Sufi practices. Now, if you guys have ever seen the whirling dervishes or have, you know, ever read a book like J.G. Bennett's Witness or maybe In Search of the Miraculous by P.D. Ospensky, you know, the states that these dervishes get themselves into and Jalal Rumi, everyone knows Rumi here. He was basically like the founder of the Sufis. The Sufi is the mystical aspect or the mesoteric teachings of Islam. It's the deeper level. And if you guys have done the School of Unified Spiritual Laws or you just search halfway, up, hashtag fourth way trailers. You'll see me explain those different teachings. But Sufi is basically the second level of Islam that's not readily available for people. Um, but you know, Sufis get themselves into this state where they can slice their, they can harikiri themselves basically. They can slice, disem, like give themselves a disemboweling cut with a scythe and then heal it just by running their hand over it. So this type of power like is possible, being able to change your form is possible, being able to get back to where you went that one time on Molly or LSD is possible, but it takes a very specific type of work it takes a very specific and the fourth way is called the way of the sly one because the sly one there are shortcuts to enlightenment but you have to be a very brave person to face your inner monster you have to be a very very brave person to face your inner monster all possible aspects of you do exist in the bible it says when they the jesus is casting the demons out of someone he says like we are a legion yes inside of your mind, there are a legion of personalities that have a tendency to possess your one body, to speak on behalf of you. Who here has been like, I know I shouldn't send this text message, but you just find yourself doing it. And you're like, oh my God. Or you're like, I'm not going to freak out about this. And your body just does it. Or you say, I'm not going to eat that anymore. I'm not going to pick up my skin or I'm not going to waste time over here. Your body and mind do not obey you. And the way of the sly one is accepting that no matter how woke you think you are, how spiritual you think you are, how long and how different you are than everybody else, how long you've been on your spiritual path for, you are at level fucking zero, Holmes. Like you are at level zero. Your body and mind do not obey you. And all other spiritual paths don't really take this into account. Like you are not one person, one autonomous person that... Chooses things and does things and manifests your destiny. You are not one person. You are legion. You have 500 million. Yeah, sure. One of them and there is a racist. One of them and there is a misogynist. One of them and there is a guru. One of them and there is a Mother Teresa. One of them and there is a Hitler. You have all possible versions of yourself going on in your head, but all of those personalities are not you. And the only way that you can come to find out who it is that you really are is to have an exact formula, an exact study system that shows you, shows you, doesn't ask you to trust. Oh, trust that you're God. No, you're not fucking God. You're like 500 warring personalities. And every single one has a chance to hold the mic in your body and write something on Instagram or send an ASCII text or behave mechanically. And if you're willing to face that, man, no matter how much I thought I knew, I don't know anything. This is what Jesus says. You must become as little children. You must become as little children or ye shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, the kingdom of heaven, psychological shift, the end time and the rapture and everything in the book of revelations, another psychological shift. If you're hoping, and this is why I'm teaching this lineage of work and not touching on any of these other conspiracies, um, any of these other truths, any of these other ancient prophecies, whether it's the book of Revelations or Nostradamus or the Mayan long calendar, I'm not touching on all of those because I wanted to give you something that you can use because I needed something that I can use. And when I teach something, I master it. So the fourth way is the way of the sly one. And in order to start studying this type of work, you have to be willing to say, like, I know nothing. And I'm telling you, 99% of the spiritual community right now is not very interested in saying, I know nothing. And I know what that feels like. I have a lot of compassion for that because when I first started studying the fourth way with a teacher, because if you try and study it on your own, these are oral traditions. You need somebody. It's really like you almost can't really tell the function of it once the door is open for you. But basically, the language will not reveal itself to you until you find a teacher that can break it down and explain it to you. And if you if you don't believe me, like, please don't take my word for it. Go buy the book, The Fourth Way. Way by P.D. Spensky. That's just the most comprehensive, simple manual. Go buy the book The Fourth Way by P.D. Spensky, and try to read it. And if you're totally getting every single bit of it, awesome, great, go for it. But if you're not, get a teacher. And there's nobody that's made it more ac- accessible, no one that's made it more affordable than me. I swear to God, I spent 15 grand for six months. This is $500 for six months or $99 a month on the Bruja Report. So very, very very, very different. So it's my favorite thing that I've ever studied because the whole thing with the fourth way is that it's a system of scale. It, what applies to the microcosm applies to the macrocosm. Oh, and what I wanted to say was when I first started studying this work and they're saying, well, you're a robot, you're a machine. I'm like, I know, I know, I know, I know. Let's just get past this part a little bit because like, I'm not really, you don't understand. I had a lot of childhood trauma growing up and I cleared like almost all of it. And I've done a lot of a spiritual work and I'm a very advanced spiritual teacher. And I take my studies really seriously. And I've been doing this for a long time. So obviously I can just like breeze through the first part of the book and then we can get to the advanced teachings where like teachers like me actually hang out. Like that's genuinely how I felt because what got me looking for the fourth way in the first place, what got me looking for more advanced teachings in the first place was this feeling of like, is this it? Is this it manifesting? Is this it? Light work? Is this it? Like, I want to know, I want to see miracles y'all. I want to see the dead raised. I want to shake shift. I want to be able to levitate. I want to be able to do things with, not like manifest like 30 grand. Like, yeah, that's cool. But is that it? Is that it? I've been in the spiritual community for like five years and I feel like I'd gotten teaching spiritual teachings for like five years. I was like, I feel like I've gotten to the top of this. And it's true. I had gotten to the top of the lowest level. I had gotten to the top of the lowest level. Now it feels pretty good to be at the top, right? Feels pretty good to be at the top. You're like, yeah, I totally got that. I know what everyone's talking about. Can't fool me. I'm awake. I know what's going on here. But in order to learn and in spiral dynamics, it's called second tier thinking. It would be kind of like the the equivalent of the, the crown chakra. Like you need an opening to recharge the energy. Otherwise, the same energy just goes up and down. It stagnates. So we'll be talking about that from a spiral dynamics lens, but in order to get to the lowest level of higher teachings. And I'm telling you, it's a whole other fucking world, honey. How many people on Zoom have done school season one? Mind-bending work. Difficult work, right? Who here had to really, who here had to watch a video more than once? Who here had to really like a journal and be like, wait, what does this mean? It's very challenging work. It's very complex work. I make it as easy as possible. But like, this is not a trust based system. I'm saying there are certain psychological vantage points that exist. And when you're able to view yourself in these certain moments, for example, the moment when you're swinging from a good mood into a bad mood. As if you have no control over it. Oh shit, I'm going into bad mood. Guess I'm going to start having a bad day. Guess everything's going to go to shit. No, 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 no. If you can wake yourself up, that's a psychological vantage point. If you can wake yourself up in this moment that says, wow, I'm swinging from a good mood into a bad mood. When you can observe yourself in that moment, a shortcut is available. And this is the way of the sly one. So I told you guys we're gonna do just a really simple manifesting test. And so I want everybody to be ready to put something in the chat. But basically, let me put this in simple terms. If I'm telling you, if you're at my house, you're like, oh, great, yeah, yeah I'm like, great, you're here. You're on dinner. Please go to the pantry, just make spaghetti. Who here when somebody else is cooking, you give them the spaghetti assignment? Can't fuck it up, hun. can't fuck it up. You want to put raw ground beef into a jar of sauce and just leave it and go for it. Yeah. Can't fuck it up. But if I tell you, okay, you're going to be making spaghetti. When you go and look in my pantry, especially if you're on like a deadline, you're only going to be things that are relevant to making spaghetti. You're not going to be like, wow, there's mustard and weird things and stuff in here. You're going to be like, or, you know, actually, if I was in your pantry, I'd probably be like, what's this bitch got in here? (laughs) But if you're on a deadline, you're like, I got to make dinner. You're only seeing what's relevant to the task at hand. And so no matter what's going on in the outside world, no matter what this teacher or that teacher is saying, or how much these times parallel ancient prophecy or how new all of this stuff seems to us the truth is still the truth and the truth is that you can design whatever reality you want and live in it the truth is that all worlds exist all possibilities exist and whatever you're focusing on will grow and in times like this where it seems impossible or irresponsible to stop focusing on what you're being told to focus on, that shit still works. That shit still works. You can create any type of reality that you want. And the good news is that right now, yeah, as much as there's dark forces going on, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. So there are forces for good. Basically, like whatever you want to create, the chances of it happening and happening quicker and in really unexpected ways, not for you to figure out how it's going to happen. But like, this is the time to dream big because a lot of people, when you're saying, hey, things aren't so bad, let's focus on what we can change. Let's take a break from the media. Let's focus on something that we can change. Let's build something we like. Let's uplift each other. Let's stop talking about this. How many people have tried to be that person, basically holding a higher frequency, and you've been met with resistance from people? No. No no, this is important. You got to mute yourself. This is fucking serious. These are not, these are hundred percent original times, all spiritual. This is not the time for a spiritual bypassing to quote my friend Remington. He says, if you're saying that people are spiritual bypassing, you don't know how spirituality works. You actually cannot spiritually bypass when it comes to mesoteric teachings. There actually are not shortcuts. Even the attempt of like trying to do like black magic or control based magic, the golden rule still applies across all teachings. So whatever you're putting out, you're going to get back. And so spiritual bypassing, somebody that's spiritual bypassing will never get out of the lower levels of, of teaching. They just never will. And honestly, like one of the, you know, if that shit really did exist, the only thing that can keep you from becoming conscious is your conviction that you're already conscious. If you're wearing a black Chanel sweater, who here would like to be wearing a black Chanel sweater? I would. Okay. But if you're wearing a black Chanel sweater and I say, girl, you know what you need? A black Chanel sweater. And you'll be like, well, I have one and I'm wearing it right now. You don't think that you need something that you already have. Now, when you've got people that are acting as like whistleblowers and basically being like, oh, this person's wrong and this person's wrong, and this person said something I don't agree with, therefore, like, it must be wrong. Yeah, that's the only way. It's not spiritual bypassing because you can't make shortcuts like that without doing really hard work. And that's what the fourth way is really hard work. But what you can do is keep yourself stuck because you're just absolutely convinced that you're enlightened already. So most of the people that are on Bruja Report have done Spirituality 101 because it's a workshop I did that came out like three years ago, maybe four years ago. And I just wanted to show you guys, look, here's what all religions agree on. Here's what all religions agree on. And if all religions agree on it and all spirituality agrees on it, then to me, it can be true. I'm not the type of person who here, if somebody tells them something, you'll just, if I say to you, okay, well, Planned Parenthood started as a plan to depopulate the earth, of, to, to create less black children, to help black people stop procreating. If I told you that, are you just going to be like, oh yeah, it's true. It must be right. Please tell me no. Please tell me no. Please tell me you're going to be like, I got to go look this shit up. And if somebody tells you that like, oh, this vaccine, even though mercury, you know, pregnant women can't eat tuna because there's too much mercury, but putting a huge injection loaded with mercury into an infant so that they don't get sick one day, that's healthy. That's what's good. Please tell me you're going to look that shit up. Please tell me you're going to look that shit up. Be like, okay, I just have to get a second opinion on this. I'm somebody that has to get second opinions on everything. And when I see, so the, in order for me to accept something as being true, here's some of the factors, like, does it align with everything that I believe in? now now in order to have that, you got to know what you believe in. I've always known what I believe in. I could go on and on about like what that is, but when you do something that you don't believe in, who here has ever been mean to somebody because you felt peer pressure, maybe in like high school or something? Yeah, I definitely did. And I wish that I could take that back. And it felt really wrong to me because I knew that I didn't believe that teasing an epileptic person was a good thing to do. That's honestly like the thing that I feel the most guilt, felt a lot of guilt about that for a long time. Because when you do something or you say something that doesn't align with like what you believe, you feel like you've died a little bit on the inside. Yes or no? You're like, fuck, I didn't believe that. And I went along with it. And now in addition to feeling like I don't know who I am, like I'm ashamed of myself. I knew better. So when I'm taking on something, I'm like, does this align with like what I've, all, what, what, what I've always believed? And does this um, make sense with the patterns of my life? Like, do I have evidence in my life, in my life, that can corroborate that this might be true? And have I tried it? Have I read both sides of the argument? Have I read both sides of the argument? It's really funny to me that, like, that you know, Trump is always like, oh, the media spin this and the media spins that. But like every video that fucking Trump puts on his Twitter too is like spun and edited to high heaven. You know, you're because you're like, oh my God, is Joe Biden actually this like brain dead? And then you're like, oh, this is a three-minute clip from a 13-minute video. Like, ever all politicians are crooked, you know, everybody's, but One of the ways that I decide if something is true or not is I make sure to research the other side. I make sure to research the other side. Okay. What are they saying? Because look, everybody thinks that they're right. Everybody thinks that they're right. School shooters think that they're right. People that go and like shoot up mosques and stuff. They're like, God told me to do it. And they'll be in fucking prison for the rest of their lives, believing that they did the right thing. So like this idea of being right, you know, it's just, it's, What's the guy's name from Gnosticism, but he says that there is no right or wrong. There's only what's convenient. So, but these are some of the factors. So I would love for you to make a little note for yourself of like, you know, how do I know that something's true? What layers, what filters of discernment do I pass new information through? Because like also right now, I want you guys to be really aware, like when, they, when you're addicted to the headlines, you're really trying to stay at like the cusp of every new thing. Like, you know, you start with maybe the mainstream media, then you go to the off stream media. And then like before too long, you're just like reading people's opinions on social media and that's creating a narrative. Like it's very, everything's very influenced right now. So that's why I wanted to release a body of work that makes us unable to be influenced. That keeps us out of that. And it's like, actually, I know what I believe. I know what I'm doing. This is what I'm focusing on. But my absolute favorite thing to know that something is true is to see proof. Who here likes to see proof? Prove it to me, honey. Prove it to me, honey. And 2016's like WikiLeaks. I, I'm down with WikiLeaks, 100%. Who here likes WikiLeaks? WikiLeaks, WikiLeaks. Right? I'm like, WikiLeaks? Dude, they're always legit. Anon, I'm like, there are these people go going here and there. But like WikiLeaks, and when I see what like Julian Assange has gone through because of what he's released and the fact that he's the enemy of everybody, it's not like the U.S. loves Julian Assange and like France doesn't or Ecuador doesn't. Like all government leaders are like, this guy's got to go. <laughs> this guy's got to go because he's fucking constantly leaking our shit. But he put something up in 2016. It was from the, uh, or not Julian Assange, but, but WikiLeaks did, same thing. And it was an excerpt from the Podesta emails outlining what is called, that you can WikiLeak this yourself or Wikipedia, it's called the Pied Piper strategy. But it was basically like Hillary Clinton's strategy to have a, to create an opposing candidate that was so despicable that everybody would vote for her instead. Fascinating stuff. But when I see that, do a little bit more research about it. I'm like, oh, well, here's some fucking proof right here. Here's some proof. Now, political proof might be a little bit harder to find, but I want to just make this clear before we go into spiral dynamics as well. Is like when you stop resonating, when you start to see flaws in like the liberal narrative or the liberal agenda, you start to see flaws in it, you start to see casualties, you start to see a lack of a scale for it. You're like, how long with how sustainable is something like this? And were we to actually do some of these things? Like, what would the world look like? And is this something that I want? For example, defunding the police. I I saw an interesting graphic the other day that's like, here's what defunding the police looks like. And I'm like, I know that this is meant to like tell conservatives that, uh, you know, defunding the police is a good idea, but you have to know that like conservatives think that all cops deserve a raise right now. So it just, it doesn't really matter. But when you start to get frustrated with the liberal narrative, It's very easy to be like, oh, I'm on the other side. Like maybe I'm a conservative then because I'm really not interested in what this agenda is pushing. So maybe I'm a conservative. What I'm going to make very clear to you in this class is that the higher level of thinking, the higher level of thinking that says, I understand that war, hierarchy, chaos is natural. Now, it doesn't mean that I like it. It doesn't mean that I like it, but the world that I live in now was all built on hierarchy, was all built on war, was all built on chaos. And that when we try and take, you know, if I look at anything in the natural world, if I look at any species of animal, there's always dominance, there's always hierarchy, and there's always a fight for that dominance and hierarchy. So this is a way that like nature organizes itself. Now, that doesn't mean that I have to like it. But I see that like the argument of left versus right, nobody wins. Nobody wins because the conservatives don't have all the pieces and the liberals don't have all of the pieces. Now, it's really easy when you're not agreeing with the liberal narrative. It's really easy to think that you've gone backwards, that you've gone back to thinking in a different way when actually you've gone up. There's a new way. There's a new way. And the type of people that are in this higher level of consciousness see that, like, look, I'm not willing to just sit around here letting things happen to us saying, what are we going to do about it? I am no longer willing to say, what what can I do? What can I do? I'm going to say, what do I have to do? There's something I can do. Not what's it going to be like, I am determined to fix this. I am determined to fix this. Am I going to be the one person that single-handedly saved the whole world? Of course not. Of course not. But I can do my part. But I'm not willing to just watch this same pattern of Black Lives Matter go around and around and around again. Every single fucking month, adding one more name onto the list of, oh, we say their names. It's like, actually, let's fucking change it. Let's change it for once and for all, but the way that the liberals are saying to change it, that's actually not gonna work. I've no, I've seen, I've studied history. I've studied spiral dynamics. There's a lot of flaws in what's going on here. I don't wanna live in a Chaz. I don't wanna live in that type of situation. The cops are, I don't have, look, I was arrested on mushrooms. I don't like fucking cops. I swear to God, every time a cop comes by, I'm like, ah, <laughs> you know, like the manager of Walmart was right behind me the other day because I was eating raspberries without a mask on. And I like fucking shit myself off. I said, the manager of like the New Mexico Walmart asking me if I have a problem. And I'm like, ah, oh, I have a real problem with authority. I don't like cops whatsoever, but I know that they're necessary. I know that they're necessary. So the, this higher level of thinking and a lot of you are here because you've started thinking like this. Look, because who here has ever thought that they were conservative, and then you've hung out with like some actual conservatives, or maybe met them, and then they say like racist shit. So dad, you're like, whoa, 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 wait, back it up, back it up, back it up. And honestly, like, it's very. If there's ever any teaching or any book that says like we're better than them us versus them, the world would be a better place if there was less of this and maybe we could get less black people, You know, this would be the solution. I close the book and walk away because I wholeheartedly disagree with that. I wholeheartedly disagree with that. I'm sorry, my G, but like, we don't have anything in common. If you think that somebody's better than another person because of the color of their skin, and this goes in both directions, y'all. If you think that black people are better than white people because of the color of their skin, you're a racist. If you believe that white people are better than black people because of the color of their skin, you're a racist. And if you believe that Donald Trump is a bad person because he's orange, you are a racist. You are fundamentally making fun of somebody's skin color. Doesn't fucking matter. You are making fun of somebody's skin color. Um, I tried to hang out with like some conservatives and I'm like, you know, but we just kind of, I I don't really believe the South will rise again. Like I don't really want the South to rise again. Like this isn't my shit. And so I was, that's when I like revisited all these teachings of Spiral Dynamics. And instead of just looking at where the world is right now, I started looking at where the world could go and where I could go. And that's why we're teaching this. So Manifesting Test everybody got your little pen and your paper? We're going to spend three minutes. And when, when I say three minutes on here, if I'm talking and I say three minutes, it'll be 45. If I say we're meditating for three minutes, it'll be 30 seconds. because I, I never remember to put timers or anything on like this. But I want to show you how easily things show up when you don't have resistance to them. So, I want you to pick, just close your eyes for a second and pick anything you want. It could be chickens, it could be beanie babies, it could be bears, it could be a grand piano, it could be maracas, it could be anything. But pick some random object, some random person, place, or thing. It could be a celebrity, it could be anything, but something that you don't have a lot of resistance to because something you might have a lot of resistance to is money. So if you're like, cool, I'm going to like visualize money. um, You might have a lot of beliefs and stuff that say, you know, you can't find that easily, et cetera, et cetera. But if you pick something simple and let me close, let's all close our eyes for a second and I'll tell you mine and you can, you guys can all tell me yours and stuff in the comments, but we'll just pick one thing. All right, I choose a pair of dice. I choose a pair of dice. Anyway, here, just pick any random thing, just put it in the comments or whatever. Let us know what you pick and then we're gonna stop and we're gonna really like visualize this. Zucchini, great, yeah, come to my house. Socks, wonderful, yarn, big soft fuzzy white blanket, wonderful, wonderful, everyone's doing great. Flowers. Okay, wonderful. Margot, let's get a little bit more tomatoes. Love that. Just sun gold season, y'all. The tomatoes are coming in. Well, actually, it'll, you know, the early tomatoes. um, August is really tomato system. Okay, cool. Chocolate cake. Scooby-Doo. Great one. Dragonflies. Pool. Excellent. Raised garden beds. Love it. Tie-dye. Orange sandals. Great crayons, orange sandals lady is going to start seeing like a bunch of Mario Batali out of nowhere, willow tree crocodile, fire fans, wonderful, Krispy Kreme donut, love all of this. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to close our eyes and we're just going to spend, I don't know, a little short time really visualizing that, all right, really visualizing that. Let's go, close your eyes. You know, maybe we start by seeing our little object that we're focusing on. And now I want you to imagine it in many different scenarios. So for me, I can see a pair of dice in a Boardwalk Empire episode. Basically, any person with bad tattoos, emoji. If you're thinking, you know, tomatoes, butterflies or whatever, think about all the different places that you can see those things, some different settings. taking in that whole image and open your eyes. All right, great job, everybody. So we pick something that we don't have any resistance to. Now you're gonna start seeing that show up all over the place. Now look, pay attention. If you're not leaving your house and going out a lot because you know who is right now, Also pay attention to where you're seeing this in movies, where you're seeing it on the internet, in conversations or whatever. But when you don't have resistance to something and you put a little bit of focus onto it, just a little bit of focus onto it, it starts to show up left and right in your world all over the place. This is your proof. I remember one time I was really like, uh, uh, my spirit animal is a bear. And um, I was really like, I was just, when I needed a sign from the universe, it was always like, please show me a bear. Please show me a bear. And when I went to Texas, you know, I was open to all kinds of possibilities, but I moved to Texas for the first time. And if you guys have never been to Texas, welcome to the home of Bear Daddy. Oh my goodness. Texas men, they all know how to start a fire, all know how to camp all are able to grow facial hair and hair everywhere else all like I was like I'm surrounded by bears this is wonderful but when Patrick came up in a when I first met Patrick I was just convinced that he was like a married man because I just didn't really trust that somebody like that hot and that zen would want anything to do with me my self-worth was still pretty low and um I was like, while I was talking to him, I was like, spirit, like, give me a sign. Like, is this guy for real? And, uh, I looked at his hands. He has a tattoo of a bear on his hand. So I was like, solid, (laughs) solid. So please y'all like we'll be meeting up for the second trailer. We're only doing two trailers for the school of unified spiritual laws. The next one is going to be on the 13th of July. Um, but I want you to notice, those of you that are on Bruja Report or on the Slack, like let me know if you're seeing this stuff all of the time because you will start to. And the thing is, is like the things that we really want, like for example, I want a house that's featured in architectural digest because that's not just having a really nice house where the bones of it is like amazing, but it's also having the finances to be able to furnish it like a house that's an architectural digest. house, $1.5 million house, same amount in furnishings, honey, just accept it. But that's what I want. But when I have resistance to that, and I say, okay, it's going to be like $3 million to get a house that's featured in Architectural Digest, if I can even get there. All of this resistance prevents things from manifesting what I'm trying to create with the combination of the Bruja Report and this new School of Unified Spiritual Laws is a space where you can start to get rid of some of the resistance you have around the idea that great things can happen to you still, that this is your time, that you can have whatever you want, that this is not, this is only a disempowering time for people who are focusing on the energy of the fucking fear and the hate. But there are so many people that are saying no thank you to the equally more powerful forces of love and unity and anything is possible. And this is our time. We were born for these times, y'all. We were made for these times. Who here feels like they should have been born in another time? Because there was fucking drama. I, I used to date a lot of people that felt like they belonged in the 70s. And I'm like, I know, I know, Jim Beam and Blow. But... You're here in these times, like, and every single time has had its own drama. Every single time has had its own drama. The water is only remotely poisoned now with the same thing that Hitler used to put in the water. Thank you, Mackenzie's boyfriend, for letting me know about that. You know that Hitler used to put fluoride in the water before he went and, like, started fucking motivating some new city to kill Jews with him? Um, Our water, but, you know, before, water would, like, really kill you. Like water could get poisoned, that would really take people out. There were uncontainable diseases, filth, natural disasters of all kinds. Like shit's always been crazy, but spiritual tools have always existed. And the truth of spiritual tools is that whatever you focus on will grow. Whatever you focus on will grow. So we're going to talk a little bit about spiral dynamics right now. Now, for the people that that aren't on the Zoom right now, Um, You could totally go and look up a Spiral Dynamics image. I'm going to be sharing my screen on Zoom so people will be able to see every little single one. Serena, come here and sit next to me. Serena's just gotten here, so she'll be able to uh, see this as well. But you'll hear me explain every single one. And let me, uh, if you want to join via the Zoom room, I will not be able to help you with that because (laughs) I, uh, I, I, I can't do tech support while I'm doing this. Okay, let me... Share this. Okay, desktop one. Let me go over here. Pick my image. I'm This is me doing technology y'all. Wait, open, reveal yourself to me. Okay, here we go. So let me see if I can make this bigger. We'll go through these one at a time. So Spiral Dynamics is, let me just get, you guys are only gonna be seeing the lower ones at a time, but I've shared this image a lot, the stuff. Can you guys, let me just see. On Zoom, can you guys all see the screen? Can you see this image that I put up on it? Okay, wonderful. So I'm going to walk you guys through these different um, stages of consciousness, but I'm going to give you a little bit of context for that first. So, spiral dynamics is a data-backed psychological approach to how consciousness has grown over time in worldwide trends and also on the individual. So there is a few people that put all of this together. I'm going to get all of their names wrong, so I won't even try. But how I came to this particular lineage of work was I started studying Ken Wilbur, Wilbur spelt with an E-R, and I started studying him because I wanted to know who trained Tony Robbins, who trained Deepak Chopra, who trained Marianne Williamson, and this one teacher, you know, there's a teacher who hasn't had a new picture of him taken in like fucking 15 years, author, just not trying to do all the other things, just like an author wrote really difficult, really advanced books, on spiral dynamics and integral theory, incredible, incredible teacher. And so I started learning about this through him. And it made such sense for me because I was able to see how I had expressed some of these lower levels of consciousness, you know, because one always gives birth to the other. You have to go through them. And as a conscious collective, we also have to go through them. So there's been a moment in history for each of these tiers or what are called memes in this work. These different memes of thinking. And right now, um, everyone has its moment. And that meme births a new level of consciousness. So, like, we really wouldn't be able to think, and none of us would be able to think in a way that was higher than liberals if we all hadn't thought like liberals at some point. Yes or no? Let me see a show of hands on the Zoom. Like, it's easy to resonate with what the liberals are saying, because you're like, I know, I remember what it was like to think like this. And then it became unsustainable for me and some red flags started coming up. So I started thinking in a new way. And this is also why, like, I'm giving myself permission to stop arguing with liberals about things because they're just not there yet. And it's not comfortable. It's not enjoyable for them. They're very hostile around you trying to say that because liberals don't believe that there's levels of anything. So if you say I belong to a higher level of thinking than you do, like all hierarchy is bad for liberals right now. So they just cannot process that there is a level of thinking above theirs. And this is why it's such dangerous times because so many people are saying no thank you to enlightenment because they're convinced it's the black Chanel sweater that they already have. And that's just not true. So, some of these early uh, memes that we'll be talking about here, we'll move through the early ones. We're going to spend a lot of focus on the orange, green, and yellow here, but I just want to show you like, how these different layers of consciousness have given birth to where we are right now. And, uh, and let's just go through it. So it starts with the, with the beige meme that started about a hundred thousand years ago. And this is all about in, instinct and survival. This is the bottom of the spiral. So it's all about, you know, this is kind of like caveman stuff. Like all of your energy is going into just surviving, just eking out a, a living food, water, warmth, sex, and safety have priority. Distinct self is barely awakened or sustained. So this idea of like a higher level of consciousness inside of you, when you're just constantly putting out the fires of survival, just trying to make sure that like you can live, there is no, you have no energetic space to be able to think about the interior world. Does this make sense to everybody? Raise your hand and say yes. All right. So lives off the land as much as other animals. It's like the beige... The beige meme, this lower, the the lowest level of the spiral, you're basically just an animal. You have as much rights as an animal and you're just trying to survive off the land and procreate like other animals are, all right? So after this, it's only from this first level of thinking that the next one becomes possible. And the next level is called the purple meme. I really, I think that this one's really exciting because women in the purple meme, you know, women used to be gods. Women used to be gods because we could bleed without dying. They actually did not believe that sperm was required for procreation whatsoever, or that men had anything to do with bringing life into the world. Because think about it, when you get pregnant, your periods stop. And so they really believed that women's menstruation was so sacred, not only because they're bleeding and not dying, but because they're offering the first unit of a third dimension, which is, I mean, the first unit of a fourth dimension, which is time. So Before we had time, we didn't know how long it would take a seed to grow. Therefore, if we were trying to have agriculture in any way, shape, or form without some kind of timeline that, yes, it will grow, don't worry or not, we didn't know how long we had to stick around for waiting for the food to grow so the fact that women had these cycles that corresponded with the moon it was just like the divinity was tangible to all men and it was all female deities and women were revered and worshipped as gods and then when the period stopped they just believed that the menstrual blood congealed and that's how a fetus started it be that's how a fetus is formed so it was not women were considered the timekeepers, the holy goddess, because you can bleed without dying. You can bring new life into the world. You can then feed and sustain that life. And the most goddess power of all was the second you look at that baby, you're changed. The second you're, I got to protect this baby. I got to love this baby. This is my baby. This is my fucking baby. You are changed in that moment. And anybody that's looked at the stars for long enough or any one, if you focus on any one natural thing for long enough, you'll start to notice that there's a question mark in it. And that question mark of like, how could something be so perfect is God. That question mark is God. So anybody that stared at the sky long enough or whatever knows that we live in a benevolent universe. We live in a benevolent universe. And so when the mother looks at her baby for that first time and the unconditional love and the the benevolence is so tangible, they were like, these women are literally God. So in the, but in the purple meme, This started 50,000 years ago. This is the the time of worship, right? It's a very magical and mythical. So some people like to think that spiritual people are all the way down here in this meme, but the difference between spirituality and us co-creating and recognizing that we have power, that we can consciously engage with this life and get better and better results. This is the, the core difference because the purple meme the basic theme is keep the spirits happy and the tribe's nest warm and safe. So if something bad is happening, it's the way of the gods. If there's, you know, if, if there's a plague or the fire goes out or anything like that, they're like, we must have displeased the gods. So there is very little idea of like what you, of your actions have something to do with this. So the purple meme obeys the desires of the spirit and mystical signs. So who here can think of at least a few religions where it's like big offerings to, you know, whether it's Baal or Stonehenge or whatever, like everything is to the spirits, to the spirits, to the spirits. And these are who's in control and, uh, you know for a day or two, I'd be totally down to do this. But what it's missing here is the thing that like life doesn't happen to you. You are what happens. You can consciously engage with things. And this is living above the law of accident. The law of accident is one of the 48 that govern this earth. And that's fourth way work. Heads up on Instagram. This is going to die here in a second. I'll try and get, will you be able to get me set up again? Yeah. Okay, great. All right. So purple meme shows allegiance to chief elders, ancestors in the clan. So like the medicine man or woman or the shaman or the king, it's like all hail, like the one person chosen by the gods who here has seen, um, what was is it road to El Dorado? Yeah. The cartoon oh God, road to El Dorado where they become a great cartoon, not as good as the emperor's new Groove, but <laughs> very, very good cartoon. And that's kind of like, Oh, well you have blonde hair. You're anointed By the gods, it's like actually, we're two fucking gringos that are showing up here trying to like steal all your golden girlfriends and run away. And they're like, the gods. Um, This, uh, the purple meme preserves sacred objects, places, events, and memories, ancestry, and all of that is very, very important. And these, and the thing is, is because we have little aspects. You know, children are, children are in the beige survivalistic mean for a child. It's all about like, how do I survive? The only way that I can get food, the only way that I can get picked up. The only way that I can get any of my needs met is from, you know, screaming, hopefully someone will pick me up. So hopefully someone will feed me, but there, you know, for every human on an individual level, It's not that the beige meme only existed 100,000 years ago. It's that like these layers give birth to new layers of consciousness. And we all start somewhere, and we all have the ability to grow way past what we ever thought was possible for ourselves. So the red, so that's the purple meme. After that is the red, the impulsive egocentric meme. This started 10,000 years ago. And the basic theme is be what you are and do what you want regardless. Let me just fix this real quick over here, blah, blah. I always have to just get the IGTV on here as soon as possible with whatever little doodad headline I can find so I can make a new one. we can start me up a new live there. Thank you. Okay, so the basic theme of the red meme is the world is a jungle full of threats and predators, breaks free from any domination or constraint to please self as self desires, stands tall, expects attention, demands respect, calls the shots enjoys self to the fullest right now without guilt or remorse, conquers outfoxes, and dominates other aggressive characters. So basically what happens in the red meme is when you are sick of fucking crediting every success and every little thing that you get to the fucking benevolence of the gods. And you're like, you know what? Fuck the universe the universe. I'm doing this myself from here on out. I don't give a shit. There is no consequence. Who here went through a phase like this in their life? Who here, went, I went through a hardcore phase like this. Oh my God. I snort everything that I can find. Fuck anyone that I can find. Drink everything. No consequences. No hell. Very Spartacus. No gods. No masters. So it was like my very, my, uh, I was like, fuck that. Right when I left the cult, this was like what I was going for. Okay, after that comes the blue meme. Now, the blue meme is a purposeful authoritarian meme that started about 5,000 years ago. Now, the basic theme is that life has meaning, direction, and purpose with predetermined outcomes. One sacrifices self to the transcendent cause, truth, or righteous pathway. The order enforces a code of conduct based on eternal, absolute principles. So here we go. Here comes the King James version of the Bible. We need to edit out all of this empowerment stuff. We need to combine, because like it used to be that people believed in God and were scared of God and the purple meme. But now they're like, fuck God, we don't give a shit about it. And what you'll notice in Spiral Dynamics is that it alternates from being like, you can do it alone to we can do it as a group. We can do it alone. We can do it as a group because no man is an island and neither is any woman and they get, you know, this point that I'm getting to in my own teachings is like I used to believe that I could be the one person, the yellow meme that could change things for so many people. But now I realize that the type of change that is really necessary. It's not that we're all equal it's that we're all one, that we're all in this together. And that in order for things to change, look, we don't have to go around converting every fucking liberal we can find. No, that's not necessary at all. But you'll notice that the growth of consciousness, it's just like the tarot cards, the, the odd numbers are getting the gift and the even numbers is learning how to share it. So am I remembering this right? Okay. Ace of swords, you get the gift. Then, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, get all fucking wiped out here, but it alternates in the tarot, it alternates in the tarot cards. And I can't really take a detour into that right now, but it's all about you get the gift it's on you. And then you have to learn how to share it with the world. So now, like, and the reason why I'm teaching this is so that I can make sure I get from the yellow into the turquoise where I can start thinking about what I can do to change the collective consciousness and really create lasting change if we're all connected. And it's all paired. This is why all teachings are paradoxical, right? All teachings are paradoxical because if we're saying like, I love the the saying like where we go one, we go all, even though it's, you know, considered to be like the QAnon hashtag, but it is true. Like where one of us goes, we can bring, so when I heal, I'm not healed alone. A rising tide lifts all ships. We can all do this together, but we don't, you can't get people to change as a collective by trying to enforce your rules on other people. Everyone's got to think like me. Everyone's got to do like me. We've got to write, you know, these secret invisible monsters. We've got to root them out and make sure there's no like hidden racist inside of anybody. It's like that's retarded. Retarded means moving backwards. That is taking us down to a beige survivalistic level of thinking, where we go back to an old weird thing where it's me versus you. La 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 la. It gets very goes to shit really fast. Um, But the blue meme is all about like okay. People that do good get a good reward. And the Bible here's our manual. Now, in the Bible, there's no. It's all very literally. Nobody's talking about the fact that it's all written in code. No one's talking about the fact that like almost all of it has been retranslated to disempower women. No one's talking about the fact that half the books are fucking missing, including all the ones with women. No one's talking about the fact that they call Mary Magdalene a, pros- a prostitute, even though she like taught Jesus sex magic. Um, no one's really talking about this shit. So the King James version of the Bible was basically put together to keep people in line. And this is what the blue meme really looks like. So the order enforces a code of conduct based on eternal, absolute principles. Righteous living produces stability now and guarantees future reward. So something that the King James version of the Bible really gave to people is this idea of suffer now, enjoy later spend your entire life working a blue collar job that you don't like so that you can retire when you're 70 years old and old and sick and you can't do anything. And actually when you try and take that retirement fund out, all of it's gone to fees, but it's, they had to convince people that suffering is good. That suffering now means you'll be able to enjoy something later. Now, look, I suffer when I run. That's why I haven't run in a long time And I'm not a big fan of suffering, but like doing fourth way work is very difficult for me. And it's very hard for me to face like my inner monster so frequently, but that's the law of conscious suffering. And when I'm hurting about something, when something hurts me, like I grieve it to the fullest extent uh, that it can be grieved. Like I really let myself feel big feelings about things. Be, I, I don't try and run away from suffering because you know, I'm a woman. My whole fucking life has been suffering. Y'all know this. Y'all know this, but I'm not afraid of suffering anymore, but that's different. I would not give away 70, you know, 50 years of my life to suffering so that I could get a star in my crown later. And luckily I grew up in a cult where they were always like, suffer, 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 suffer now. And actually when this world is obliterated and we all go into the sky and you get to become one of Jesus's wives, it's going to be a party. I was like, no, (laughs) I don't get with that. (laughs) I don't get with that whatsoever. But if we're talking about this spiral because you would say, okay, well, maybe would we go for another red meme after that? When I say, you know, no, I don't want to suffer now and get a reward later. I'm going to be a punk. I'm going to do everything that I fucking can. That's against the rules. It's like, no, because out of that, out of that kind of anarchistic, I can do no rules, no consequences, whatever. When you start to notice the holes in that there comes like a desire, a genuine desire to live rightly, but where the blue meme gets confused here is that you start somebody else tells you what's right for you and you say okay well if I do it perfectly then I can get reward and for me that's looked like okay I have to do a stronger yoga every day and eat a vegan diet because if I do this perfectly then I'll get a reward I have to go to an AA meeting every single day because if I don't go to an AA meeting I won't be sober or I'll relapse or whatever and so where the blue meme gets it wrong you know like these are all aspects of thinking that we will all experience at some point And it's only through experiencing these primary levels of of consciousness that we can start to open ourselves up to thinking in broader ways. Like you have to find a hole in the existing meme that you're living in, in order to be hungry for like a higher level of teachings. So the blue meme is like, if you do things right, you'll get rewards. You can, you know, pay back your debt to society. You can repent. You can atone. You can do like that whole world of things. Um, but here's how you have to do it. Like here's the right way. Here's this like, you know, jar of Kool-Aid. So something that's interesting is that while we we move into the orange and the green here, I just wanna say that like I put a little bit of specification on what seems to be the core difference between like conservative values and liberal values. I'm just gonna put this in the simplest term that I can. Um, Conservative values believe that it's like all on the individual, right? So if we look at it on like a topic like guns, Um, the conservatives will believe that guns don't kill people, people kill people. And when there's a school shooting, like the system doesn't need to change. That was one crazy person on a cocktail of pharmaceuticals that went off of their rocker and killed a bunch of people. It's that one person's fault. Whereas the liberals will believe that gun laws, that this is that it's not on the individual, that it's guns that kill people, not the people firing the guns. I'm like, look, I get, I've thought both ways in my life. I thought both ways of my life and whatever happens, I will find a way to be grateful about it forever. But the liberals believe that the system has to change first, that the system has to change first. And look, as we alternate through these cycles, through this spiral, It goes from thinking that it's all on the individual to it's all on the group. So you're going to go back and forth. You know, there's been lots of times in your life, like who here was ever a punk? Who here ever spent a lot of time protesting or trying to fight things before eventually realizing that like you can't change this shit? like i did what people were doing with trump like i was doing with bush i just could not believe that all of my manifesting and all of my protests and everything that i was trying to do was not going to take bush out of office no matter like how much i cried about it so you know, all we have to embrace all these tiers of thinking because you can't get to a higher level without experiencing one. The thing is, is that, and you can read more into this on your own time, I don't want to go too far down here, because I'm really trying to explain that there's a higher level of thinking that is above liberal and conservative. And that's the vision that we're meant to hold. And that's a frequency, we have to keep that for people, we have to show people that another way is possible in a way that's very, you know, the best way to teach people is just being different. And of course, in miracles, it says, you know, the teacher's oath says, um, I am here, what does it say? I used to have it as my bio for so long, Um, reminding you of the choices that you forgot you had and reminding, uh, no, I'm here to remind you of the options you forgot you had and question everything that you know to be true. So it's not an aggressive in your face, my fucking opinion down your throat. Can't handle it if you don't like it, but I will block you because I don't have to have you talking on my page to shit to me. Um, But it's not about being aggressive. It's not about being, and it's not about trying to change people's minds because something I'll make clear to you when we get into the green meme is like the only way that people can come out of this way of thinking because the green meme does not believe in levels of anything. The only way that you can come out of this way of thinking is to do it for yourself. And no amount, like, and you have to know that if you thought of yourself, oh my God, am I a conservative now because I don't agree with the liberal agenda, like they also feel that way about you. So it's very important to remind yourself that you're coming from a higher place, that you don't have to be a part of these, that if an argument lasts for longer than five minutes, both sides are wrong. This war of the two is inevitable. There really is no winning it, but we are the witness and when you are peaceful and when you're joyful in the face of adversity and no matter what anyone is telling you you have to do or feel or say or whatever when you're just showing that a different type of living is possible this is the best way to think but It used to be that like, (laughs) it used to be that because conservatives believed that it was all on the individual, that like they would confine people into little boxes. Well, that person is mentally ill and that exact little box of a person is the problem. And there's actually not a lot of freedom in there when you're defining people down to the nitty gritty. And that used to be a conservative characteristic. If we could just put enough rules on the right people and keep everyone compartmentalized in their little individual boxes. That's how we can achieve the change that we want. Isolate the offensive individual and create, you know, peace in the world or whatever. If it's mentally ill people that are, you know, shooting up schools, then we just have to locate them and put them in a little box with, a, with rules that apply to only them, and, and that's how that's going to be. Now that used to be the conservative way of doing things. But actually, it's very strange, and a very interesting thing for you to research is how the liberals have actually co-opted this in a different way. And this is through the use of identity politics, basically saying like, you need to do as much research as you can to define yourself as perfectly as possible so that nobody can ever misunderstand you. And if you find the perfect definition for yourself and you're constantly reinforcing this, completely false self-concept of who you are because it's really just defending your personality, which is personality doesn't have a very long lifespan at the School of Unified Spiritual Laws. Like Your personality is something that you will be warring against actively so that your essence can show. Your personality, yeah, the fucking you that comes and grabs the mic and gets in your way and like says mean shit. Yeah, you want to get rid of that as soon as possible. But identity politics are all based on false identity. How can I perfectly define who I am? What anagram is that? And then fighting off anybody that's threatening to define me in anything broader than that, because I I belong to this very small niche of people, then we must be defended, we must be protected. So under the guise of like equality, and we're all part of this big movement. It's actually been sectioned off into boxes so small that nobody could move in them. And each one of these boxes require a lot of defense, which is why, you know, if you guys don't know- Followed Trump's story at all like Trump used to be a Democrat and then he became a Republican and a lot of the people I know that identify as Republicans I don't identify as either anymore and I'm not going to be voting this year and I don't care what anybody says about that because I don't fucking know what's right for this country <laughs> at all I'm like all right best of luck to y'all um but I know that, that's I, I really didn't vote since uh I didn't vote since Bush. So like, yeah, and I was too young to vote then. Anyway, it's not something that's meaningful for me because honestly, it is the way of the gods, hon. It is the way of the gods. And the last thing that I want to do is cast my vote for somebody. And if it doesn't work out, be like, my way. Like I'm, I'm okay with surrendering that to the gods. But I'm telling you, if I did, I'd vote for Trump 110%. I don't give a shit if you're pissed about that but I fucking would because Biden is asleep and Biden is the easiest man to buy. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that whoever that is going to be VP is going to be president. Easiest man to buy versus the one man that can't be bought. So Trump has enough money to not, he doesn't even take his fucking president's salary. This isn't about that, but A lot of people used to think like a Democrat, now identify as thinking as a Republican. And what I want to make clear to people is that if you used to identify as a Democrat, and now you're identifying as a Republican, there's a chance that you're not either. There's a very good chance that you've outgrown both of these methods of thinking and belong to something higher, because those two sides are going to go to war whether it's a physical war, whether it's just a war of aggression, whether it's a psychological war of just like thinking as many negative thoughts about the other party as you can. Like, it doesn't matter if you're actually like killing people in the street or killing people in your thoughts. Like at some point you have to take responsibility for the worlds that you create with your mind because all worlds exist. And right now the world that you're living in is one that you've actually created for yourself. And so the purpose of these lectures is to teach you how to create a better world. Cool. So, the so it used to be the orange meme used to be people called this democratic thinking, but there's been a reversal that's happened in like the last 25 30 years. So now they don't really put these categories on spiral dynamics anymore. But the orange meme, achieve a strategic meme, started 300 years ago. The basic theme is act in your own self interest by playing the game to win. All right? You can win at this game if you just try hard enough. And this is actually the American dream. And technically, like all American dream and fucking shit like that aside, you can achieve whatever it is that you want. And I'm sorry, but it's a fucking slap in the face to black excellence to be constantly telling black people that they will not succeed in America, no matter how hard they try, because the system is rigged. Do you never read Forbes? Do you never listen to rap music? Have you not heard one single? fucking success story. Actually, anybody that does work hard enough and does not give up will succeed. The thing is, is that most of us work a tiny little bit. We'll put like, ah maybe 2% of our effort into something, get rejected and give up. So I recommend, you know, if you're a Black person that is determined to succeed, fill your life with Black role models. Hear everything about their story everything about their story, what they had to get through, how they overcame, how hard they've tried for. Even somebody like Jay-Z diversified, diversified, diversified. Not only did he become a super successful rapper, but the second he had the means, he started diversifying. Why? Because yes, it's true that most fucking billionaires are white people. And that I think it's 45% of billionaires are self-made. No, I'm sorry. It's the majority. It's 55% of billionaires I don't want to quote that. I I try not to quote statistics unless I know exactly what it is. But it's either 45% of billionaires are self-made or 55% of billionaires are self-made. It's one of the two. But regardless, that means that there's a substantial percentage, even if it's not the majority, that worked really hard and were able to succeed regardless of what their skin color was, regardless of where they grew up or not. The thing is, is that Jay-Z, reading Forbes and stuff, he's like, well, how instead of looking at all the white billionaires and going, oh, they just got there because they're white, he did what not a lot of other rappers were doing. And he said, they're all here because they have 50 different companies. They're not just selling their albums and, rep- and expecting to make a billion dollars on just selling rap. So Jay-Z diversified across like all platforms doing so many different things. And that's actually the, the ticket to wealth. But if you're helping black people believe regardless of what skin color you are, but if you're supporting a narrative that says that the system is broken for black people no matter how hard they try, you're a fucking racist dude, hardcore. Hardcore, you need to believe in Black culture more than that. If you're so, you supporting this idea that Black culture is something so weak and so cheap that any dumb white bitch can come along and just appropriate your culture and put it on and get paid for it, that is bullshit. And that is racist thinking. You are disempowering them. And the problem is, is you're looking at everybody else and saying, you're the problem and not me. That is flawed thinking. It's toxic thinking. I don't support that in any way, shape, or form. Orange meme says, play the game to win. Change and advancement are inherent within the scheme of things. Progresses by learning nature's nature's secrets and seeking out the best solutions. Manipulates Earth's resources to create and spread the abundant good life. Now, manipulates Earth's resources to create and spread the abundant good life. Everybody thinks they're doing right. So for example, like Monsanto's like, oh, well here, let's just take these like GMO seeds and spread this abundant good life around to ever so that everybody can have sustainable crops. Doesn't matter what it does to the earth over time. Doesn't matter that like monoculture just destroys the environment is a very unsustainable way to farm. Doesn't matter that I have to buy new seeds from you like every single year, but let's abundant and let's uh, reorganize it and redistribute it in the way of uh, you know, doing good. And anybody that's willing to play the game by our rules, get the Monsanto seeds and you can be a super successful farmer. Like this is a part of that, that meme. Um, Optimistic, risk-taking and self-reliant people deserve success. So basically like if you, the, the orange meme thinking is like, if you're not successful, it's because you didn't work hard enough. If you're not successful, it's because you didn't work hard enough. And there is truth to this. There is truth to this, but also let's talk about just in really simple terms, like women in Hollywood, women in Hollywood having to do fucking, it's always, if you haven't read Kenneth Anger's Hollywood Babylon, it's the book that LA Confidential was based on an amazing book. And Kenneth Anger is just like, love this artist so much, but women in Hollywood having to fuck for roles, basically being abused and shot on by everybody and paid less. Like that is a broken system. So in spiral dynamics, it's like when we go to a higher level of thinking, it's very important that we take into consideration like what has gotten us this far. And it's now time for a new way. What's the old way and what's the new way? Because yes, things need to change. This isn't looking good, but this is not, but here's a better way for changing it. Here's a better way for changing it. And this now brings us to the green meme. So, but you cannot reach a higher level of consciousness without the ones before it, without seeing the inherent flaws in it and wanting to do better, wanting to see in bigger terms than that. Um, It's just, it's not possible because there are flaws in all of these thinking. And it's when you find those flaws, you get a higher level. So just because something's flawed doesn't mean like the world's fucked. It means that there's a new way. And if you know even vaguely the direction that that new way is in, you can start to go there. You'll see better results like instantaneously in yourself and then in the world that you see. So this brings us, the green meme is the final level on what's called first tier subsistence value memes, where it's basically like, no matter how much we want to do here on the inside it's always going to take a lot of external factors as well and there's not really this would be like if you're looking at archetypes this would be like how the warriors think versus how the magician thinks because the magician says there's a shortcut there's a shortcut it doesn't have to be hard it doesn't have to be impossible it doesn't require legislation it doesn't require war there's a new way but these First-tier memes I like to think of as just being like the chakra system, basically. Now, the chakras are all well and good. You can open them all up, but the, the seventh chakra is not a chakra. It's an opening, And so without something to open, so that the energy can come up, out, recharge, go back into the earth, so that the energy is constantly flowing and circulating and alive and fresh. If you don't have that opening open, you're basically just going up and down. The same old energy, the same old stories is when people get lost in the inner child work. Please do my teacher training wheels reinvented. (laughs) you'll be able to heal anything for anyone after that, including yourself. And just for yourself, it's fucking worth it. the thing is, is that without opening to a higher level of consciousness, we risk going back to the bottom again. So it's very, open, it's very important to open to second tier thinking, to not say this is it. And the problem is like, yes, the green meme is the highest level of lower level thinking. It is the highest level of lower level thinking, but you must become as little children. You have to abandon everything that you thought you knew. You have to be willing, you have to be humble. This is why the king was born in a stable. That's the significance, that's the the myth, that's the message in that story is like, you have to be humble. You have to say, I know nothing in order to receive higher teachings. So the green meme is where consciousness is at right now. All right, the green meme started 150 years ago. The basic theme is seek peace within the inner self and explore with others the caring dimensions of community. Now that sounds great, right? Seek peace within the inner self and explore with others, the caring dimensions of community. Now you have to understand everyone thinks they're right. So this is what the green meme really believes that they're doing here. Like, you know, it doesn't matter if the black lives matter has been infiltrated or if things are going like horribly wrong, it doesn't matter because they're genuinely believe that like this is what they're trying to do. But here's where the flaws and some of this thinking come from. Here's where it gets dangerous. The human spirit must be freed from greed, dogma, and divisiveness. So when we look at a little sentence like this, it might sound nice at first. The human spirit must be freed from greed, dogma, and divisiveness. Okay, well, there's a little problem here because when we're making a diagnosis about the human spirit, you can't see it. So this is very similar to someone being like, even suggesting the human spirit can be freed from something that I, something invisible. I've made an invisible diagnosis. I've made an invisible diagnosis about what this person has. Maybe they're gay and I want to pray away the gay. That was a thing. That was a thing, you know, the human spirit must be free from perverted thinking. She's a witch. Humanity must be freed. From witches, and you're making a diagnosis about somebody that you can't prove, that you can't see. And actually, the green meme does this all the time by labeling people as being bad energy. Now, this is like if you say spiritual bypassing, you don't know how fucking spirituality works. But also, like if you're saying that somebody's bad energy and you're not aware that, like, it's all coming from you. Like it's all coming from you and making this assumption, oh, well, this person's got bad energy. Can't see it. Can't prove it. I just don't like them. I genuinely feel like the world would be, if you were surrounded with the world where everybody thought like you, it would not be a happy place. You are your least favorite person in the kingdom of heaven. And the fourth way work shows you that you're like, oh my God, this whole time I was thinking that if I could just make the populate the world with more people that think like me, it would be a better place. And it's like, No, that is self-importance at the highest level. That's your fucking inner patriarch dictator. Like I'm so perfect. Let me just make the world more like me. It's bullshit, honestly. But this is where the green meme is living right now. So where this gets really, really dodgy is like, how are you? It's like, she is a racist. She's a transphobe. The way forward is to eliminate, to witch hunt, to burn. That person's a racist drag them through the streets, make an example out of them. This takes us all the way back to the lower memes because it's not open to a higher level of consciousness. Now, the green meme does not believe in levels of anything, even though it's at the highest level. It took, what, five other memes of hierarchy of adjusting. Is it on the individual or is it on the group? It took Five. It took a hundred thousand years for us to be in a psychological space where we could even have these green meme ideas. And if you just rip out the hierarchy and rip out the authority and rip out everything, you're pulling the rug out from under you and the whole thing comes collapsing down. And before you know it, we're right back at do what you must just to stay alive. We're right back at the beige meme. Does this make sense to everybody? Does that make yeah. sense? So that's the problem with like, it's like a very altruistic, really nice ideas, but without those five level, because what the green meme's saying is everything that got me to the point that I'm at now is bullshit. It must be destroyed. And this is the new way. And it's like, no, 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 no. This actually does not work at all. It takes us all the way back to the beige survivalistic meme. And from there, we start looking to gods. And then after that, we say, fuck the gods. And then after that, we say, well, the gods have an official way, and this is it. And then after that, it's like, play the system and do it right. There's no opening. There's no crown chakra. So these same old stories, these same old patterns, repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat. I learned a new anagram the other day, SHTF. Who knows what that stands for? Shit hits the fan. Shit hit the fan. Yeah. I didn't know. My husband was down some like prepper YouTube wormhole. How many magazines do I need? Everybody oh. um, husband asked me, how many magazines do I need? I was like, magazines? I didn't even know he was talking about guns. I, like, oh. I said a hundred. A hundred? Yeah. <laughs> um, so here's some other things to, but yeah, shit hit the fan. It's like a, some prepper, uh, like prepper anagram, but when you, if you watch anything about prepping or even look up like hashtag prepper, this is something that I can't get down with because the worldview that preppers have is this SHTS, shit hits the fan. Going back, it's like things are going to be going down to the beige level again, where it's every man for himself, arm yourself, prep yourself, move out to the sticks, Hunker down. And if anybody comes on your land, shoot them. This is all the way back down to the beige meme. And like I'm totally, I'm super happy that my husband, you know, men have to be the hero. And my husband's in charge of security and I'm in charge of everything else. I'm like, cool. I can buy as much jewelry as I want. Look, honey, I know what it's like to feel like I can never have enough jewelry. Of course. He feels like he can never have enough guns. Great. Happy wife, happy life. Buy as many as you fucking want, honey. Doesn't bother me whatsoever. But I refuse to go back down to beige. I refuse to visualize and feed and fantasize about a world where things are going back to the way they were 100,000 years ago, right? So other aspects of the green meme. Feelings, sensitivity, and caring supersede cold rationality. This is a very hard thing about the green meme. It's like, listen, I know that we have feelings, but so much of this uh, media agenda that's being passed around is not based in statistics. For example, climate change. For example, climate change. There have been patterns of climate change for as long as the world has been around, but something that a lot of people don't understand about climate change because they've never researched is that China has a monopoly on all the technologies that are needed to combat climate change and they're not giving them up for a reasonable amount of money. Also, China doesn't give a shit about climate change because it's all factories, all manufacturing, all made in China. So they have a monopoly on the tools that could be used to combat climate change. They're not gonna give them up for any reasonable amount of money and they're also like doing the most to, to, to make it worse. And the thing is, is that like all types of fucking economists have strategized that this was when I first heard about it it was in 2016, but they said that in eight years, it'll be 40% cheaper to combat climate change. Now, regardless of how you feel about climate change, of whether combating it at all is useful or not, like that's not the, the message at hand here. But... The thing that a lot of people don't realize is that China has a monopoly on everything that we need to to combat climate change, and they're not giving it up easily. So even just from an economic perspective, like I understand that people think that if we defund the police, we'll have more money to do climate change, but it actually, it doesn't work like that. And if you've not heard for the past, like, I don't know, as long as you've been alive, that the country's in debt, like there's not this idea. Presidents get shot because they want to print their own money presidents get assassinated because they say, okay, well, like, fuck the gold standard and fuck the Federal Reserve. We'll just print as much money as necessary to build as many things as we want. And like, that eliminates a party that's controlling things that will not let that go easily. So when I say like, do your research, please do your research, because people that are saying like, climate change is not a priority right now. And, you know, there's a very valid body of knowledge behind that as well, because everyone thinks they're right. And you cannot be so sure you're right if you haven't really researched both sides of every argument. But from an economic perspective alone, it'll be 40 percent cheaper to wait another four years to do that, because right now China's not budging on it you can look all of this stuff up. Um, So feeling sensitivity and caring supersede cold rationality. Another problem with this green meme thinking is just this like conviction that like, though the whole argument of like, well, Trump's the worst president ever because he's a bad person. We've like decided that he's a misogynist and that he's a racist and that I just don't understand who here has been in an argument with a liberal where it's just like, well, I just don't know how you could be cool with someone that's a racist and a misogynist. It's like, well, that's your opinion for real. And if I don't also share that opinion with you, then like there's no point in having this argument because like what it is that you're saying is just, you, you've opened it up. the, The presupposition in your question is, is saying that, like I saw a meme go around recently that said, uh, Republicans knew that Donald Trump was unfit for president and they elected him anyway. They must be held accountable. And I was like, yeesh, you know, yeesh, because no, no Republican said this man's unfit for president. Everybody (laughs) everywhere believes that they're right forever. The thing is, is that like, I'm telling you. All poly- I've always said this. I've had a few friends with me be like, oh, I just am having a really hard time with like how you feel about Trump. And I'm like, I have never once said that Trump is a good person. As a matter of fact, I have always said that Trump is a bad person, but I've also never said that Obama was a good person because anybody that is in office knows about the fucking millions of people that have to be killed and oppressed and depopulated and fucking pizza gated and all all, everyone in office knows about these things and so to say that like donald trump is a bad person but obama because he's black and he's a dad is a good person listen dude obama's last six months in office while you're being like oh he's such a good person dancing with his wife he's just dancing with his wife he dropped 26 Thousand bombs right before leaving office in the Middle East. That was a bombing. I think when we did the math on it, it was like every 20 minutes. So every time you see him caressing his fucking wife's face and giving some speech about like how things will really change when actually he's changing nothing, just know that for every 20 minutes of his life, people are fucking dying under bombs that he's dropping. All politicians are bad. All politicians are bad read fucking civil disobedience my g read civil disobedience govern yourself govern yourself honestly it's never made a difference on my life who's in office or not and you can call that my privilege or you could not and fucking open up to a higher level of thinking that says that you can take control of what you're seeing if you stop blaming everybody else but the problem with the green meme is it's all like well, he Obama's a good person. That supersedes the facts of so the fact that he was fucking terrible for Black America, that he didn't really do anything that great. I know everyone's like, oh, like Obamacare. Who here has had to pay a fine fucking every year for not having health insurance, which they never had in the first place? That shit fucking sucks. That's actually not that fucking great. So, you know, even if this idea of like, oh, well, he's a really good person. The only reason people hate Trump so much is because they love Obama so much. They loved Obama so much. So by contrast, it's like, oh my God, we had a black president. And now we have a racist pregnant president. It's like, these are just assumptions that you're making. And it's like this it emotions over facts. And the fact that we have social media is now is like this other factor in it where it's like, oh, but all of my friends are saying he's a bad person and he makes fun of disabled people and stuff. It's like, yeah. All fucking politicians are corrupt, all right? And so it becomes really important. So one of the first fucking holes that you start to see in green thinking that opens you up to a higher level is being like, well, what do the facts say? Like what's the actual facts? Like for example, every time someone says anything about defunding Planned Parenthood in the tiniest way, they're like, but the rape victims and the incest victims. Yeah, honey, collectively that's 1.5% of all abortions is coming from people that are victims of rape and people that are victims of incest. Now the other 98.5% are coming from other places. Now, is it really statistically speaking if the one argument that we have going on in here is that like this has to be legal, this has not just legal but like funded by your tax dollars regardless of whether you believe in it or not is based on 1.5 of like actual abortions. So it's this, it's emotions. You've basically been told but you forgot someone told you what's right or what's not peer pressure came into play and as a result when you're stating or regramming which is a very dangerous thing to do just regramming other people's beliefs and co-opting them as your own without looking at the statistics so something that you know i told you guys in the beginning of this call when i want to know if something's true like i put down the story and i start doing the math the green mean doesn't want to do the math because it's just this kind of witch hunt pointing fingers of like this is bad He's bad. She's JK Rowling. She's transphobic. And you know what's the most fucked up part about things like this is you poison yourself. When you believe that JK Rowling is like transphobic because she's like, look, I was raped by a dude in the bathroom. And now I'm like, just kind of weird about having dudes in the bathroom with me. And you take that whole story that she's sharing and you pick out one little story that you want to believe and You say, okay, she's transphobic. What fucking kills it for you is that you're going to be wondering how a empathic, seeing, highly evolved spiritual person like you never knew that she was a transphobe, and you actually like poison yourself. That's the message that I want to give to anybody that's like, oh my god, fuck Everest, she's a racist, she's a transphobe, she doesn't believe in women's rights. Yeah, 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 honey, great, go, you can believe whatever you want about me. The only thing is that if you paid money doing a lot of my workshops, you're gonna have to feel like an idiot for the next few years because you didn't know that I was a racist and a transphobe, and actually, I'm not a racist, I'm not a transphobe, and I fucking love women, and I love... Of humanity as well but when you're trying to poison that story you just make it worse for yourself because you don't think i'm stupid you think you're stupid because you didn't know what about me so you're only making it for yourself and honestly like i don't think about you at all i got like shit that i'm doing i have to pee every five minutes because i'm pregnant like i'm not thinking about you being mad at me are you kidding i never get anything done so Another little problem with the green meme is that it spreads the earth's resources and opportunities equally among all. So it's like, hey, well, like, here's what we have to do. Let's level the playing field. Guys, this is called communism. It doesn't fucking work. A lot of people die. A lot of people are unhappy. It doesn't fucking work. Communism doesn't work. Just read some history, hun. Just read some history or really like, you know, all of these people fucking freaking out. Remember like Pussy Riot and Pussy Riot went to jail for a few days, (laughs) like, um, yeah, that's what it's like living in a communist country. Like the, the, the green meme idea that like they can create a world that's free of hierarchy. It's like, look at what happened at Chaz so fast. Walls, guns, shootings, shit in the streets. You're going back to the beige meme. Level of thinking. It really fucking sucks. It really, really fucking sucks. So, if that's the world, or you know, look at the fucking Muslim reprogramming camps in China. That's what communism looks like. So, I know that this idea seems original. You know what we have to do? Let's spread the earth's resources and opportunities equally among all. We're all equal. Yeah, all souls are equal, but in the marketplace, no, we're not all equal. And that's your incentive to do better. I learned communism didn't work when I was a waitress because I'm like, look, I know everybody's like, let's all pull our tips, but I'm a better fucking waitress than anybody else in this chain restaurant. And if you think I'm splitting my 30% average tip with this fucking guy who doesn't even, who instead of asking what drink somebody wants, brings them every soda that we have and just, Takes it off the tray and dumps the rest of them out. I'm not fucking sharing my tips with this person because there's no incentive to do better if you're getting the same cut as everyone else anyway. Yes or no? Yes. Yes or no? Okay, thank you. Um, now, uh, Green Meme, they reach decisions through reconciliation and consensus processes. Now, Meme's going to find out pretty fast that, okay, Serena's got five sisters. I've got, Serena's got four sisters. I have 10 brothers and sisters. If we're trying to make a family decision about something and I have to clear it with everybody and get their feelings first, we usually reach a conclusion that I'm not happy with that took us so long, that I'm not happy with, that nobody's happy with. And it took us so long to come to this decision because we have to take everybody's feelings and reconciliation and big polls and consensus and everything just to make sure that everything's inclusive and everyone is heard. Everything is inclusive and everyone is heard and everyone has a fair shot at everything and everyone's voice should matter. And why isn't there a guy in a wheelchair and magic mic? I don't understand it. Like this is not like it just takes a really long time. And the thing is, is like in a place like Chaz where they're like, look, I would love to be able, and I haven't read the headlines in a while, so I don't know if Chaz is like still a thing or not, Um, but they're not gonna go and pull everyone and be like, hey, I was wondering how you feel about charging white people a $10 fee to come in here. It's like, no, it's a fucking, there has to be a boss. And so really quickly, An armed leader was at the head of it. So what green meme forgets is that it's really easy for them to be super involved in the Kool-Aid of this like new world that we're creating, that they forget that like Raz with the fucking assault rifle (laughs) is in charge because there always has to be someone in charge. That's how nature organizes itself. All right. And finally, um, refreshes spirituality, brings harmony and enriches human development. So look. Without, this is the time of the green meme right now. This is the time of the green meme right now. Now, the time of the green meme is like, look, people are frustrated. They have every right to be. The earth is in a state we've never seen it in before. And look, like, I I get it. I get it 100%. But this is not the final tier of consciousness. This is not like as far as we go as a species. Like, this is not where it ends. But everything has its time. And it's only through the dissolution of the green. Now the orange meme will not be able to fight the green meme and come out on top. So what I'm telling you Is that according to spiral dynamics, if there is going to be a war between liberals and conservatives, whether it's a mental war or a physical war. The green meme will win because they're at a higher level of consciousness and it's their time. All right, so if you're like, oh, geez, I really hope there's something we could do to like, not defund the police or to make this not happen or take things back down to conservatism, it's, it's not going to go that way. It's not going to go that way because this is how the individual, this is how worldwide trends, this is how like consciousness progresses. And so everything has to have its time. People have to see that it's flawed and want out of it in order for a higher level of thinking to come through. So by trying to fight the liberals, resist the liberals, wish that they would all just go away, like you and I wouldn't be here having these higher level conversations if we had not thought in a green mean way at least once in our life. And all of us are guilty of that. And all of us should be proud of that as well because it's what got us here. And for liberals that are listening, I highly doubt a liberal has made it an hour and 47 minutes into a discussion about how fucking retarded that thinking is. Um, But if you have, like, this is, uh, you can only get to a higher level of consciousness if you put the glow filter on your Instagram live. <laughs> you, can only get, you can only get to a higher level of consciousness if you see the flaws, I'm okay, if you see the flaws in, where, in the one that we're in right now. So right now the whole world is teetering at this like green meme trend. And it's really important to let it run its course. But because we don't have that long, the level above it, this is now opening up to second tier thinking. All right. Second tier is being value memes. Now in the work, we say your being attracts your life. Who you're being attracts your life. And if you're on Bruja Report at all, you know, we just did something on Bruja Report the other day that was talking about publicity, wanting more publicity. Now I was praying for publicity left and right for the last four years, but I was terrified that if I got on Joe Rogan, you can't do a three hour podcast and be in denial about who you are, you know? Three The Truth About You is gonna come out in a podcast. And I knew that if I got on Joe Rogan, that it would slip out very, very fast that I am absolutely not a liberal. And where I was confused is that I thought that I was a conservative. And I was like, I know that this is inferior thinking. I know that this is below liberal thinking. But I wasn't totally secure. You know, it's very hard. It's part of coming out of the green meme is establishing your own hierarchy and saying, I know more than you do. I know more than you do. And in the green meme, you're like, no, we're all equal. The green meme kind of represents the the mirroring aspect of spirituality where like, you just stay, it's another place where people get stuck spiritually for a really long time in abusive relationships. Like, can't I learn from the mirror here? Yeah, technically, but you'll just keep going back and forth forever. At some point, the, the way that the mirror works, you research both sides, decide who you are and go up. You don't just keep going back and going back and going back and going back. Especially not if you're arguing with your husband, like at some, if it's actually, if it's your soulmate, yeah. But if it's your boyfriend and you were kind of over it anyways, like don't do the mirroring work with somebody that you don't want to be with forever because your soulmate, you'll be forced to do that with them. But know both sides, know who you are and move up. Now, the thing is, is that the yellow, the natural progression from green meme into the yellow meme is the yellow meme is the idea that like a better way has to exist. There has to be a better way now. We do not live in regular old times. Like there are, I'm serious y'all, there are fucking dark forces at play here. Dark force like scary shit. Scary shit from all the way back when. And they will have access to everybody that's able to be manipulated. If you are able to be manipulated, and, and I want you to know that like, hate and fear can be manipulated but love and adoration can also be manipulated because like I said, people the hate for Trump is proportionate to the love for Obama Um, and not making comparison between these people and Hitler, but it's not that people hated Jews, they loved Hitler. And because Hitler hated the Jews, they hated everybody else. So who here knows like of a really like hardcore fan club, even being in like the beehive or whatever. If you love Beyonce, you'll hate anybody that's against her. And everybody thinks that they're right. So it's really just a matter of perspective of like who's right in every situation. But the problem with the yellow meme is that these dark forces know that after when people start to get frustrated with the way that the green meme has gotten, when people start to get frustrated with the way that the green meme has gotten. And it's like, Oh my God, this is fucking chaos in the streets. We thought we were building a better place, but everything's going to shit. Witch hunting. Everybody's more insular, more isolated, more divided. You know, like if we think about just the symbolism of covering your face, retreating into your own home, everyone, you know, it's really funny because they're like, cops are the problem but like everyone when with coronavirus it's like everyone's a cop i take my mask off for one second i'm like oh my god who's going to report on me and next thing i know fucking bozo the manager of walmart's asking me if i have a problem because i'm eating a snacker when i shop y'all let me live but it makes everyone a cop like there's quite a lot of tension going on here, fear of yourself, fear of others, like there are dark forces, psyops at play here. And if you're able to be manipulated because other people can tell you who to love and who to hate and you're completely disconnected from your truth, you're gonna be in big trouble. I'm fucking serious. This is going to be a very difficult time for you. I live in a different world than most people that I know. The worlds have split. I genuinely live in a different world. I don't believe in coronavirus. I also know that coronavirus seems to affect a disproportionate amount of liberals. So I've actually, it's kind of like having a vaccine. I don't, I have a vaccine to coronavirus because I don't fucking eat government fear. I just don't do it. And it's bullshit. I know what it's like to do it a little bit, man, when it was in China, when it was like the China virus. And I'm like, oh my God, China's going to shit right now. I was fucking afraid of that hardcore. Um, I, and honestly, we were maybe three weeks ahead of the whole US shutting down and stuff. But I went and looked on all the CDC documents to be like, what's the US protocol if something like this goes down? Because I'm watching China like locked down in a very fucking serious and scary way even though China doesn't leak footage because they have an internet lockdown. So now I'm like questioning where those videos came from. But, you know, we were able to stock up and prepare for everything even more than we already were because I went and did a lot of research. I was ahead of that curve. Um, But, you know, people that are still totally fucking afraid of coronavirus. So, you know, I'm like, oh my God, like we're living in different worlds and there's a really good chance that it could just be coronavirus for here on out out for those people. Even like Patrick's mom, even though like everything statistically is fine, one of her neighbors is a doctor and she gets inside information from him and she's like socially distanced from her own mom that lives like in the house in her backyard and they don't fucking touch each other or see each other. So like that's a different world than I live in. I live above that world the rightness and wrongness and the left and right going to war like I live above that world but for people that are in it that are in these lower worlds just being told what to believe fighting everyone else's battle for them you're gonna have a very rough fucking time because let me tell you where the dark agenda is going on this and it's that when people are so frustrated of the green meme dark forces know about this shit. When people are so frustrated with the green mean, they'll be like, oh my God, there has to be a new way. And then we get something called agenda 21, which is like, here's a new way. Don't worry. I'm a likable politician. I have a long history of doing things that people love. And what I want you to know is that it's time to get rid of the borders. And it's time to make sure that everyone is fed. And that no one has to have babies that they don't want to have. And that nobody should fall ill ever again. And Everyone can be vaccinated and everyone can believe the same thing. And I have this dream for a world where we're all equal. All I ask in return is just a little bit of your freedom. Let me know where you are all the time. Let me track all of your movements. I just want to make sure that there's no racism. I just want to make sure that there's no cartel. So if everybody participates in giving, like, let's get chipped. Let's put trackers on you. and Let's all eat government food. And let's all drink government water. And we'll be one beautiful new world order. I'm going to make sure that you're smart enough to say no to that. And that's the purpose of the School of Unified Spiritual Laws. So we've covered a lot of ground today. Um, I'll read you guys just little things about the yellow meme. We won't go too into because we'll be talking about spiral dynamics a lot in season two. But the yellow integrative meme, this is the thinking that I belong to and what I'm trying to move upwards from. So I'm teaching spiral dynamics so I can teach myself what I most need to know. I've been thinking as a yellow meme for probably like the last six years. And now I'm ready to move on to turquoise. But the, the yellow meme says, the basic, then this started 50 years ago, so the new age movement, roughly. Um, live fully and responsibly is what you are and learn to become. Who you are and what you learn to become. Life is a kaleidoscope of natural hierarchies, systems, and forms. So yes, hierarchy, got it. You can't just disrupt the hierarchy. We go back to beige thinking it doesn't work. The magnificence of existence is valued over material possessions. Now, I like nice shit. But something that coronavirus has really put into perspective for me is that like more so than anything that I have or what I do is that how I feel on a day-to-day basis is very different than people who are fighting other people's wars and stuck in in fear and hate cycles. Um, Flexibility, spontaneity, and functionality have the highest priority. Yes. How can I be the Tao Te Ching? How can I be like the water? We have to be open to changing. We can't get locked in this one way of thinking. Now, Remember, the green meme does not believe in levels of anything because we're all equal all the fucking time, no matter what. And so the green meme doesn't really believe that like there could be thinking above where they are right now. But flexibility, spontaneity, being open to seeing that everyone thinks they're right, which means that the chances of you being wrong are huge. And the only way that you can get around that is to just really know who you are. Know thyself. Know who you are. Just because someone calls you a racist doesn't make you a racist, yes or no. Come on, you guys, Have we all been to fucking kindergarten. And what did your mom tell you about people that call you names? They're just jealous. They are just jealous, honey, because you're succeeding and you're happy and you're speaking their tr- your truth. And everyone else is just doing what other people are telling them to do. Differences can be integrated into interdependent natural flows. Higher your weaknesses. No, we're not all equal. You know how bad I am at doing technical stuff? My fucking assistant is way superior than me at figuring things out in that way. So all of these, and all souls are equal, but not in the marketplace. So anybody that's like determined enough to really succeed and really like their zone of genius and really like, how can I be the best at what I'm doing? If you don't believe that there's levels of anything, then you can never aspire to be the best person that you can be because all you're ever gonna be is just equal to everybody else. So you have to have that hunger and that fervence to really be the best version of yourself, facing all possible sides of yourself, being the best possible version of yourself that you can actually be. And the yellow meme also understands that chaos, and change are natural. And so Kay, like this time, like, yes, it's green time right now, honey. And what I would recommend for you is like, if you know that this is a flawed way of thinking, they, they are going to be winning right now they are going to be winning right now. And that's the only way that this higher. it's only because you've thought that way in the past that you were allowed to come out of it, but you can't convince anybody to come out of it. You can't wake someone up before they're ready. So we have to let this run its course. So how can we let this run its course without being, afraid of what society is going to look like, what kind of world we're raising our kids in, how things are going to be, is mandatory vaccines going to be for everybody? Like, what does the future look like? The only way that we can look at this compassionately without trying to change it is by knowing where it is that we're going next. And that's why the School of Unified Spiritual Laws is here to bring you a combination of all of my favorite sciences for reminding you that you have always had the be- ability to create whatever you want, if you know exactly where to focus, if you're surrounded by like-minded people, and if you uh, are prepared to do the work. So I hope that you guys will join me for the next trailer, School of Unified Spiritual Laws, that's on the 13th of July. If you have not done season one, and you're like, oh my God, this stuff is kink, I like it. I wanna know more about it. You can learn more about it on my website. All the School of Unified Spiritual Laws, all live classes is included in your Bruja report subscription. You can meet an affiliate at work with Everest or you can DM me and I'll give you a coupon code for 50% off. You can access all of those workshops and the ones that we have in the future as well. So thank you all so much for being here for me. Everybody remember that thing that they're manifesting, okay? I picked a paradise. I saw tomatoes on there. I saw some stuff, you know? But remember, and every time you see that thing coming up, when you're done with this call, take another little breath. Think of those, that, you know, the dice or whatever it is that you're manifesting. But you're going to start seeing this all over the place. And I want you to tell me about it when you do. So thank you all so much for being here. I bring you all the love you need on this trip and have a, a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. Sat Nam, thank you all so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Good job, everybody. Good job, everyone. See you soon. Bye.